Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is, what, Tuesday? Today yes, is Tuesday, June 28th. 28th. Happy yeah. birthday, Dad. It's my father's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Dad. Yeah. I don't How know if he's listening. I hope he doesn't listen half the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's 64. Oh, young dad you have. Uh, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, so, and he's back in uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Uh-huh. He Does said he it? forgot it was his birthday until I reminded him. Really? Yeah. yeah. I know. Funny yeah. how that happens. Yeah, I know. It's funny. But uh, I I would forget everybody's birthday if it weren't for Facebook, you know, so. That's true. A lot really of people helps. say that. Right? Yeah. It reminds you. you know, I'm kind of weird, easy. though. Like, I'll get a calendar. Like, I have my journal, even though I still, like, everybody puts everything in their phone. I still like to write stuff down. And every every year I get a new calendar in January. I'll go through and put mm. birthdays of each all the people. That's I know. good. It takes some time, but it, but it, you remember it, and it's you know when you write things down, it's easier to remember it than just putting it in your phone. That's true. Yeah, yeah. and it stares right at you. So yeah, yeah, you can't get away from it. Yeah, <laughs> I was excited earlier. I thought our guest Jim was going to start like doing a dance on the table. Really, the opening music. Did you see him? I love it. Oh I yeah, know. with the music. Yeah. Well, we we definitely have a special guest in the studio. Special. Special. <laughs> and uh, someone pointed it out that I always introduce all our guests as special, but I do feel that they are. You know, they yes. come on the show. To me, guests are important whether they come to my home or to my place of work, you know. Well, yeah, and of course. Yeah, so we invite people that we think we will have fun with. And uh, But Jim is special, you know, he's a host here. So I'll introduce him in a few minutes and we'll find out everything about him and have some great, interesting discussions, I'm sure. Uh, yesterday we had some interesting conversation with our guest, right? On yes, the phone. we did. And we learned a lot about neuroscience and uh, and things we can do with the brain and things like that. And you guys should definitely check it out. Uh, the interview with uh, Doug uh, Richards. Yeah, it was pretty informative and entertaining, uh, you know? Yeah, I know. And, and it's part of the conversation because people were asking me who was your guest today. And uh, so I told a couple of people, and they're like, wow, this is interesting stuff. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know how to pick the guests. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you were really passionate about it, too. Right? That got me excited yeah. before we even spoke to him. Because I love signs and, you know, and things he, like that. And his you know? books, you know, you, you love his books. Yeah, so. I do. I do. Uh, yeah, so how you doing, Cherie? I'm doing, you know, you doing, following you up know. from Friday. <laughs> Sam was like a little therapist for me and my friend on Friday after the show. We went grab lunch. Yes, that's true. We didn't cover that yesterday. Yeah, we didn't cover that. That yeah. would be like a whole nother show. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if we'd have enough time with Jim here. But it was fun. Yeah, it was fun yeah. uh, going out and and talking and and helping each other out with uh with questions of the opposite gender true but say. it's but it's you got to be careful with that because you know some yeah. people not you in general i'm speaking for everyone in general because when you listen to too many people it clouds your judgment really and does. a lot of times people use their own experiences or i want to say bitterness or sour or even their own thoughts and plant it onto you yeah like they if they had an experience yeah. it doesn't mean that it's your experience exactly. and it turned out to be like i, I was actually shocked and, and a good way mm. when everything turned out okay um even though i changed my mind about the whole situation really? uh, but yeah i mean and i i appreciate your guys you know advice but i do um like the fact that you said give that person time see how they act when they're away right oh i've been doing that all right really mm-hmm. oh wow oh yeah good it's been, it's good been interesting to uh watch oh wow you know <laughs> no but it, that well, no, he did actually text me and all that stuff that day when we thought he didn't yeah and when he was on the plane he he said i you know apologize he's like well what i went to wonder why you didn't text me back and then i realized it didn't get sent through mm-hmm. so he did text me i've been calling him from you know where he well, is i don't want to okay. say where he is but he's out of the country just in case if anyone's listening uh but you know i'm sure still people don't know what you're talking about because someone that i'm a, i'm i'm currently kind of dating right that okay. left to go out the country had previous arrangements before he met me and yes it is a business trip but there is also a person who is along with him on that business trip <laughs> and I did like it is, it is all business but things are looking very interesting to me at this point good good well let's wish you the best with that you know because I know uh, you've uh, 
Well, it's been part of you for the past couple of weeks or so, right? Part of your life. So, About uh, or so. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I woke up this morning with kind of an attitude like I really don't, not say don't care, but I don't want to focus on my energy in that anymore. Like it's my dad's birthday. I'm so happy he's alive and healthy. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. There are bigger yeah. things to worry about than a freaking guy. And if he's going to do something stupid, I'll find out, you yeah, know, and exactly. already because I'm stressed out about it, I think I'm going to wait until he gets back and just kind of talk it out and see how I feel at that point. Yeah. But I, I just don't know how I feel about it anymore because I think things could have been handled differently. I don't believe you need to post all kind of pictures of you and another yeah. person yeah, no, I, for business situations. It's yeah. a little a little stupid. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, well, you know, just, people. Yeah. Yeah. Some people don't have tact, you know. I mean, they, they, they do things they don't think about. I mean, with, with social media, it's like people have to be very careful what yeah. they put up, you know. The whole world can see, you Yeah, know? and people misinterpret things yeah. or look into things. So, I mean, yes, it could be subjective. But if you say something or put certain captions, I mean, you're putting it out there. Yeah. So that's your own fault. Yeah. So I just choose to be like, I don't know, I'm kind of throwing my hands in the air and and, uh, letting it go. Yeah, good. I think. Good. You deserve a lot more. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, there you go. You need to understand that. Yeah. You know, I, you know, when people pull shit on me, I don't give them too many chances. You know, it's so sad, though, because you go through so many, like, disappointments, and then you have guys that live in the same city as you, and they don't call or do all this shit. I have a friend of mine, and her, the guy, she's like, he hasn't called me in three days, and your guy's calling you across the country <laughs> and texting you and contacting you and, you know, all this stuff, and, and mine won't even call me. So you kind of think, God, well, he is making effort, but is it enough? You know, yeah, there's yeah. certain things. Look, if if it bothers you, then it's then it's not the right thing. Yeah, you know. So either you can, you know, change the situation with him, or just move on to the next one. Yeah. You know? So, but uh, yeah. So we wish you the best on that. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, thanks for laying it out there for but us. But overthinking, too, can kill you. It can. It you know? really can. You and know? I do that all the time. Right? Like, you oh, make up all shit. these movies and stuff oh, in right? your mind. How many stories do I have in my head and you from like one right. thing? It's so bad. Right. So that's right. why I kind of want to be cool and not be that crazy girl and just be like, feel how I feel, but talk to him one-on-one, yeah. face-to-face when he gets back. and <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't you wish yeah. you had these problems, Sam? I do. You do? No, yeah. you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you? Oh, speaking of, did you talk to that chick, that no, woman? I just sent her once, have a good time, and have a nice weekend, and she's like, thank you, and that was it. So I think it's dead. Oh, it's really? It's dead in the water. Yeah. You, I water. thought you guys were going to go not, out again, or you said something like... She was going out of town for a week. Oh, okay, you did yeah, say that. Yeah, so while she was out of town, I sent her a text, took your advice, and I said, uh, hope you're having a good time, you know, talk soon. She's right. like, thank you. So that was it. You know, that was Friday. Today's Tuesday. When did she get back, do you know? No, but I mean, I think she would make a sound or mm-hmm. anything. So that's why I'm saying, look, from the beginning I knew this thing's going nowhere. It's not like I really have any desire, mm-hmm. strong desire. It's not like we built anything yet. Right. Yeah. So, no, I, I think my best options are going out and meeting women that way. We already dis- discussed that. Yeah, so. we, we got yeah. no more, like, dating apps for you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, just, right. just say no. No dating apps. <laughs> I've deleted all of them, you know, the hell with that. Yeah. I don't know. Not interesting because it's just like games for me. I mean, you just sit there and you swipe and <laughs> it's meaningless, you know. <laughs> well, if it's meaningless, then you know you're not going to get anything out of it exactly. or what you want from it. So. No, I don't want anything from it, really. I mean, I don't. Uh, it's okay to uh, to spark a conversation or something, but still, you know, I mean, I don't know. The, the mechanics of it, the way it works, actually, uh, you know, like the... The way how I think the the attractive women get like a million messages every day, and all the guys go after the the pretty women. So what happens is they never even know you're contacting them because there's so much of it. You know? Yeah. I mean, some women told me, you know, like an. Maybe not, I don't know if on apps or, or dating sites, but they could be getting a couple hundred of things a day. I mean, how can you possibly go through that and say, okay, this one guy is special? You know, how many can he go through? Well, you and know. And then, you know, so then they got all the guys that are writing to the pretty women are wondering, oh, she's rude. She, she doesn't even respond, but she never even got to it. And then, and then the women that are not like the hottest, they probably don't get anything. 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know because I'm personally not on one, but I know my friend, oh, almost said her name. She's on them and she's had horrible experiences. And I told her the same thing. I said, well, Uh, why do you keep going on it? You know, she every freaking time and she does all the different ones, whatever they are. And she said the same exact thing. Gave her the same advice. Well, then try something different. If it's not working, get out there, go meet people or or just like. Exactly. Because there are a lot of creeps out there, too. A lot of creeps. You know, but. um, A lot of creeps out there. I don't know. I know. Well, it's an interesting town, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I know, I know looks are, I know you always say that about looks. Yeah, looks are important, but it can only get you so far. No, I know. Look, I say that about looks because I think from a man's perspective, you realize how uh, significant it is in relationships, you know. You may not want to see it that way, but I can no, tell I, you. No, I do, Sam. And, I do. However, I yeah. also see some very odd couples sometimes. I'm like, they fall, clearly they love each other, like each other for yeah, other reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Because like like I said, the last person or whoever that I'm dating is not as good looking. Oh, I shouldn't say that as maybe <laughs> someone else, but that sounds awful. But to me, I'm much more attracted to him. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like looks are one thing, but, but attraction and chemistry is a whole no, I, I agree with you, but for women, it's different for men. That's what I'm saying. I have a lot of guy friends that say the same thing. Okay, I mean, well, they Lorenza, might say whatever, but... No, I'm saying there's like this hot-ass girl who's chasing him. I don't know her, though, but he does, and he says right. this bitch is crazy. Like, I just don't like her. She's I, I, She doesn't do it for me. Right. And then his ex-girlfriend wasn't as pretty, but he loved her. Right. Because they got, there was, I guess, something he saw in her. Right. And it's also looks are just, you know, it's, it's a matter of opinion. But, right. um, you know, but... I, I didn't understand that either, but I guess now I can kind of see it more, what he was saying. Mm, you know, okay. she was a really sexy girl, and he just had no interest in her. Yeah. No, that's true. But, uh, okay, well, I mean, it's pointless to argue this because yeah. you feel I'm one not way arguing about it. Another. I understand where you're coming from, but I'm no, just no. saying that I, I don't think looks alone will hold a man or a woman's interest no, forever. No, no, I, and I agree on that. I just, I just, my my contention is uh, the way a woman looks makes a big difference uh, and the dynamics and everything. I mean, look, when, when well, we went, the funny thing was we went downstairs after the show on Friday and both you and Leah were taking video of yourselves walking and stuff and all the guys in the parking lot stopped everything they were doing and just watched. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You know, it's not like an opinion. Well, I, would I mean, look you too, walk down. I mean, it's funny though also too. I mean, <laughs> two cute chicks taking video. I mean, you're going to watch. It doesn't mean anything more than like two hot girls taking videos being silly together. You no, know, or, of course. But that's what I'm saying though. I mean, it attracts a lot of attention. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. Okay. okay. I understand. You know you're, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Look, if you put, look, you can find the hottest guy. You put up a a, a picture of him. Okay, so maybe he'll get a couple hundred likes. But, oh, but, but I see you what you're put, saying. I misunderstand. You're saying okay, like picture on these apps. I just meant in no, general. No, but, but I see that, what you're saying. Not like, only that, but I give you an an, uh, an example of real world, okay. like downstairs in the garage. In the garage. Okay. So uh, yeah, but look, and plus the thing is, this I I want to keep rep- repeating. To everyone, when I say argue, I don't mean it. I don't mean fighting. I mean argue and exchanging the. No, opinions. I know that. I know that. Okay, I but just want to make sure. What I'm saying sure. was, I thought that you were just you weren't talking about like the apps. Like you, you did mm. say that earlier though. How a lot of women will get a lot more attention on apps, but I just met in mm. general in life right. was what I was yeah, thinking you were right. saying. Yeah, but mm. either way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Looks matter. Well. They do matter to guys, at least. Well, to women know. too. Yeah, women can. I know some women that are more superficial than guys. I know right. some women that would be like, "Oh, that guy's not beautiful. This guy's." I'm not kidding you. <laughs> no, I know. They, but that. I mean, that's who they are. So I mean, the, you know, yeah. it, it, go, it works both ways. Women can be some phenomenal creatures too in that in that respect. Yeah, you'd be surprised. No, I mean, and, and this is not to to uh, take away from all the other qualities that a woman has. Right. That's not what I'm well, saying. Well, you know what? I guess now I guess it's more of I can't speak for every woman. I think I'm speaking for myself because I do know women who are very picky about a man's looks too. And like I said, I have to be attracted to them, but I I always said there's a difference between good looking and sexy and attractiveness and chemistry. Right. Because, I mean, that one guy dated, you, you, even you would be like, holy shit, you see Patron, he might turn you, Sam. I don't know. He's pretty damn good looking. But he was so vanilla and yeah. so boring and so, like, just didn't have that fire. Yeah, once you get over the looks, the inside really matters. Yeah. No, uh, you know, yeah. I totally agree. Okay, well, okay, anyway. uh, yeah, let's bring in <laughs> we'll our guest ramble. now. Yeah, we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll, he has a we'll lot to say. We'll see what he say. has to say about He's that, squirming too. over here. I love it. <laughs> 
I actually have nothing to say about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's bullshit. That yeah, it's so that. bullshit. Yeah, I call BS. Exactly. We have Jim Christina in the studio, the host of the Writer's Block, uh, along with Bobby Bell, of course. We want to mention her. She couldn't make it this morning. She could not you, make Jim. it. But you made it, and that's the I important did. thing because uh, I love Jim. They have a show here, uh, Cherie, uh, Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and you guys have to catch it if you love books, right, Jim? Books, authors, songwriters, screenwriters, playwrights. Wow. Anybody who writes anything. Yeah. Now, uh, so are either one of you a professional writer or is it because you guys are book fans well, that you started uh, the show? I am. Uh, uh-huh. A fan, both a fan and a writer. And Bobby okay. Jean is a fan. Okay. So she doesn't really write, but you've... Uh, have you written books or... Books, music. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh. Wow, I didn't realize uh, that. A short two-act play. Really? Yeah. What type of music? Acoustic, vocal. Uh, really? So yeah, you've been it's back in the early 80s. So. How cool is that? Huh? Do you still play? Uh, I haven't in a long time, but yeah, I, I probably wouldn't forget if, how if I picked up a guitar tomorrow. Right, yeah, it's kind of like riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. Except I the forgot cooler. how to ride a bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my situation with the guitar is the same. And you know what's a funny thing is, is that when I left Israel, I was 16, and that was when I was really into my guitar and singing. So people that remember me only from before I left. I'm like, oh, you saying, how's the guitar? And how's, I'm like, geez, they I haven't picked up a guitar in you. 20 years, Isn't you know? Isn't that cool, though? Yeah, it is they cool, you know? That, you with that. So, but the, but the love for music never went away. No, you know? that no, it never goes with away. You forever. No, it never yeah. goes away. Right? Yeah. What's your favorite kind of music? <laughs> oh, man. I, I like it all. I, I'm not into hip-hop. I'm not into real modern stuff. Yeah. Um, I like Most music that not, that, <laughs> that moves your soul, that talks to you. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 so who would that probably, be? Like like the Frank Sinatras of the world? I'm a, more, I, I, more I do like Frank stuff. Sinatra. He's not my, I'm not his biggest fan, but I right. do like Sinatra. Uh-huh. I, I like, golly, I like a lot of the old ballad singers. Right. Because there's not anything like that anymore. No. It's, so, it's like a romantic... One of my favorites was Johnny Mathis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, the guy could really sing a song. Yeah. He really could sing a song, and he had yeah. like a three-octave range. Yeah. That was amazing. No, no, that's true. I just I was never crazy about his music that much, so I don't know much about him. But, uh, but that's the thing. When you're really into music, you sit there and you analyze it, right? Mm-hmm. And you realize, wow, this thing is a masterpiece. Right. Well, once you become a singer-songwriter, you start analyzing everybody's music. Yeah, that's true. And you start looking at the way they, they, they construct their lyrics and their songs, and then you look at the way you construct your lyrics and your songs, and, and you go, well, it's you know it's like that. It's not exactly like that, and it's probably just as good as. And we all say that, <laughs> right? But you know, the truth is, if it were just as good at or better, then you know it'd probably be knock Paul Simon out of the, the loop and <laughs> put me up there. But apparently, not. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nice. Well, you know, I mean, I grew up in the 70s, so I grew up on like Elton John and Led Zeppelin and the Eagles. And, you know. and I grew up in the 50s and 60s. I know. So you, <laughs> you see, and that's the thing. Every generation says that their uh, their music is the best. And then, uh, and then we had a guest here that actually explained it nicely. He says the music in your life is like the soundtrack exactly. of your life. It's you a know? soundtrack exactly, of your absolutely. life. Exactly. So it's like you love the music that you grew up with, you know, that's part of you. And uh, and it's true that way. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. is, I wonder know, if it's so. music from like when you were a child and you were having all the fantasies of when you were going to get older, or is it like the also the wild times that you had? Is it a combination of all that? Yeah, I, I well, I think the love for music starts at like at your teens. I think right because I think I don't know. I, since I was a kid, there are some songs when I was younger than oh, my yeah, niece yeah. that yeah. have yeah. touched yeah. my heart more than any other. There's a song right. now that I that no matter when it plays or no matter who plays it. I just absolutely, for some reason, it brings back visceral memories. But I I couldn't tell you from what because I I just I can't reach back that far. But the song itself is the theme from 
Moulin Rouge from the 1953 version of Moulin Rouge called um, Where Is Your Heart? Oh, that's and it's just, I mean, it's absolutely a beautiful song, and, and everybody does it well. And for some reason, that song just grabs me, and I don't know why. And if my mother was still around, I'd ask her. But Really? Yeah, wow. Because yeah. my mom was a singer. So. Really? Yeah. It's amazing how music can touch people, you know? It sure does. In so many ways, in an emotional way, you know? Yeah. Wow. Just from the highs and the lows of the music, you right. know? Yeah. Right. And wow. the time in your life right. and if something good happened. Like Halloween is my favorite holiday and people are like, why? But I've always had to look back. But I can remember, it's hard, like you were saying with music, like exactly what happened to that moment. But I know every Halloween since I was a kid was so much fun. It was mm-hmm. such a... It was just made around fun and laughter and spooky shit, but it was a good time. So Halloween is just, it's in my heart. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to like Christmas, I think it's a little over commercialized or whatever. Yeah, but it never used to be. See, really? in the 50s, 50s with Christmas, like huge thing. Yeah. Christmas was like, it we waited like six it, weeks right? out. <laughs> I'm sorry? I said it seemed like it back in the day. Well, I don't know. I it was, it. my mom used to do this big, huge mural on the, on the picture window, you know, the snowman and the Christmas tree. Oh. And oh my God. <laughs> it was just like, but then as it got, as we, well, not only as I got older, because it, 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 you lose your, I, I don't know if it's to faith or your belief or, but it just becomes more commercialized. Right. And now it seems like Christmas is just a time for retailers and yeah, right? really there's no yeah. faith attached to it anymore. Yeah, I get yeah. stressed around Christmas. I'm like, oh, you have to go here and everybody's everywhere. No, and I got to buy this and yeah. I got to buy that. And why am I buying this for this person? I don't even like them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, but... But that's a cool Christmas. Where did you grow up? Uh, I all over. My dad was in the Air Force, so oh, okay. uh, we we grew up all over. Our home base was always in Del Mar, but um, we I, I was in North Dakota and Minnesota and the Philippines for four years, and wow. we were in um, Washington State for a couple years, and came back to California. Wow! So. What's your favorite? Where's the, your favorite place that you live? California, really? Yeah, Del Mar. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, in Del Mar, yeah. Right? That's yeah. what you said. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. have you oh, been to sure. Del Mar? No, it's beautiful there. Yeah. Um, it used south. to be a lot better than it is now. We used to have like 5,000 a year full time residents of Del Mar. And then during the summertime when the racetrack opened and the beach became like the in place, everybody flocked in. So we yeah. would, uh, the population would go from like 5,000 to 50,000. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then July 4th when the fair was over with and the racetrack season was over with everything ended and people went home yeah. and it, we got our town back yeah Yeah. wow that's interesting yeah there's all kinds of stuff you could do in Del Mar get in all kinds of trouble actually. Uh, really? nice small right. town trouble right <laughs> small town that's trouble that's the best <laughs> like egging the police cars oh my god and... we would do that oh, yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like so proud of him I'm like we would do that too we go my brothers and I one time we went to like egg our neighborhood right and my, my two big brothers and they didn't egg our house. And I said, no, no, y'all don't understand. If we don't egg our house, then everyone's going to know it's us. So we just all started, like, egging our own <laughs> oh, house. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you got to think about these well, things. Well, we were at the, we were at the uh, a friend of mine's father's gas station, which was on 101 in Del Mar. It was a shell mm-hmm. station. The name was Andy Cassidy. And we had just come from the Del Mar Hotel. And the Del Mar cop, it was like one sheriff's deputy used to patrol Del Mar. Joe something, or I don't remember his name. And he came by, and we were hiding in the old hotel and just started racking him with eggs. And the thing was just like, his car was covered. And we beat feet out of there, went up to the Shell station, we're hanging out, and here he comes with this egg-covered car. And he knew exactly who'd done it. And we had to sit there and wash every eggshell and every... Oh, my God, it was horrible. And that egg sticks. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it was oh really hard to get God. off the car. That's well, crazy. So yeah. he just made you guys wash it. Did he kind of laugh or was he pissed? Well, he wasn't pissed. He just, you know, he, was, he did the cop thing. But Yeah, know, so he... I, you know, <laughs> but we didn't learn anything from it. So. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Now, you moved around and stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it hard for you to maintain friendships? Yes. Or? It was, right? Yes. Because yes. you can't uh, plant roots. No. Right? It's hard. Yeah. Because you know you're going to... And I think somewhere in a way, you become sort of... You raise... It, at least I think it happened to me. You raise sort of like a guard, and you say to yourself, or subconsciously, I think, I'm not going to attach to these people That's too much. That's so true. You know? I don't know that that was the truth, because I had four brothers and sisters, so, I mean, yeah. we always had somebody to fight with. It was no big deal. Okay. Um... 
as far as I, I don't didn't notice so much raising a wall or raising you know a, yeah it was because we just started inventing our own stories mm-hmm. and you know as a different place different story right and at, fortunately for me I became quite a prolific writer <laughs> and all my stories are you know they're all bullshit out of my brains <laughs> My brothers and sisters, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what their story was. To be honest yeah. with you, I couldn't tell you. You'd have to talk to them, and I don't. You don't uh, do any of them, really. I was no. going to say it was a good thing you had, you know, brothers and sisters growing up and kept right. you company as opposed to being an only right. child moving around. But so yeah, yeah you don't talk to them. You anymore. you have to you have to get along when you're little because I mean you're the only ones that have each other. Right. That's true. You know, and when, when you start growing up and you start moving away, and you know, you get to where you're going to be in your base is there and then you know everything starts going to hell in a handbasket people start leaving and yeah. before you realize it you're no longer friends much less that's true. So true and there's uh, like brothers uh, brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law right. and, and yeah you know, and, they and, have their and then one day you wake up and you go why do I even like this guy <laughs> right you know if, if I had the option for him to be my friend he wouldn't yeah. be my friend exactly yeah. so I always say you don't get to choose family you no, know? Right. You're, no you're born, stuck with what you got you're stuck with what you got and you have to make them friends you know because yeah. that's what family is yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you get your siblings pull crap on you, and they pull crap on everybody. And, yeah, uh, and yeah. you just go. I, for me, I, I just backed away and said, you know, I, you guys can have your own stuff. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. really not interested in it. Yeah, anything. right. Yeah. yeah, I know. People are like, yeah. I think, I think you really find out who the family is after the parents go. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah, I think that's true. And I and, and when my father died, died in uh, January, July first of two thousand two thousand six. 2006 so it's a, uh-huh. golly it's 10 years coming up next yeah. month wow. and um, my mom hung around him and we found out at that point because my mom was always kind of like you know my mom was like always the sweet one and we, and yeah we found out different we found out my dad was the buffer really between my mother who was the evil witch from the west wow and and when my dad died it all came out I mean you know wow it's horrible to sit and listen to your mother berate your father right in front of you right and tell you everything that he ever did wrong and and, you know finally one night I just got so pissed off I got him left wow so but then I told my sister at the time. I said, "You know, when when my when our mom dies, that's going to be the end of this family, right? That's there's not going to be any more of us because we don't care that much, yeah, for each yeah. other, right? Yeah, right. You know, and that was in the hospital after we finally decided to pull her plug. Wow, yeah. and." It, it turned out to be true. Yeah, You know, right. you try, you go, well, you know, I'll talk to you, I'll talk to you, you know, and you make a couple yeah. phone calls. and But there's I'm, no common interest. I'm no. super glad you're sharing that because I, f- I feel like a lot of people feel that way and they're ashamed to say it or don't know how to detach from their family because right. they're like, oh, well, I have to like my brother or sister or whatever. But I, I think it's, I applaud you for saying that. Well, I, I think you detach naturally. And I think right. that's that's one thing that a lot of families fight Right. They don't want, they say, well, it's my family. You know, family comes first. Oh, that's such BS. Yeah. You know who comes first? Your immediate family, your wife, your children. Yes. Yes. You know, well, that's what they say. The people you know, you that leave, you've made your family. Exactly. Right. My family other brother, the one I like, had said that. He was like, you know, he's like, now this is my family now. Yeah. But I understood it. Yeah. You know, um, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like my wife is my family. I mean, I've, I've been a crab the last couple of weeks and you know, <laughs> I haven't been very nice. And, and, she will admit to that. She'll probably call in and say, yeah. <laughs> 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 I love it. But, there, there was a call for me to five before we started the show. So yeah. But, you know, I mean, I've had like hip pro. I got a hip replacement coming up and I got all kinds of things going on. But, you know, I, I try very hard not to be an asshole. But, uh, well, it's yeah. human nature. You can't be happy every day. That's weird. People no, and you're hurt 24 7 and you go, oh, God. Pain is the worst. And it is, pain, it's, it's, it's so tiring. Last night I went to bed at like 6 15. Are you serious? And I got up at 6.15 this morning. Wow. Well, that's weird. I never slept 12 hours in my life. <laughs> that's beautiful. And, yeah, well. I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway. What is that? <laughs> on to the bigger things. Wow. Yeah, well, wow. How'd you meet your wife? Huh? I want to know how you met your wife. Uh, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a pier in, in Ventura, that, oh, in a really? restaurant that no longer exists. Oh, okay. Wow. What, did you see her? Like, How'd you do their whole approach? Or? Uh, we were drinking martinis at the bar upstairs. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you just approached her? Yeah, we just started. To, she decided she liked vodka martinis, and I liked gin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a cool way. But uh, we no longer drink, so. Yeah. Mm. How long have you been together? Uh, we, Jerry helped me out here. <laughs> 14 years in November, is that right? 14 years? Yeah, I think so. That's very years. cool. That's we got married in 2002. It's 2000. Yeah, 14 years. Yeah. No. So was it the first one for you, second one? Oh, no, 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 no. No, right? The list grows. <laughs> the list is, okay. Yeah, the list. Uh, I know. I, I'm, I have a list, too, of two. So. Uh, that's not I'm embarrassing, either. I have a list of exes, but not ex-husbands, but ex-boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, everybody has a list of them. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't I have know, a list I of I boyfriends. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for him to catch him. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. So, back to the writer's block. Yes. <laughs> well, not necessarily. Back to Jim Christina. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you're not here for the writer's block. No. You're here for Jim Christina. I can do that on Thursday. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But for those of you joining us, we're talking to Jim Christina, a great radio voice, by the way, yeah, right? Yeah, I love you. his Amazing. voice. Amazing. And great, great energy. Always, mm-hmm. you know, and Cherie said when she came in, you yeah. were on the phone. She said, great vibe, you know, so. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. He, you could see he has a lot of charisma. Yeah, and Very you can fun. see a lot of, uh, uh, I think you're a genuine person, you know. You're oh, not, thanks. yeah, you know, in, in LA, these people stand out, you know. It's not like, yeah. no bullshit, you know. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? If you do anything else in your lifetime, be, be you. Yeah. Right? It's so much harder not to be you. Right. Yeah. It's too much you know, work. It's work. It's like, why? You know, we're all supposed to be different. Your mate. You know, I'm always not a really nice guy. I'm not always the person you see here in front of you in the studio. Right. I mean, I have my. But nobody my is, you know. Yeah, all, everybody has their moments. Right. Sure. We all humans. put our, our masks when we leave sure. the house. Yeah. yeah. I you know. know. To some degree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, some more than others. Some yeah. Degree, exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of things happening. Uh, I, I wanted to bring this up, and Jim, uh, you know what, actually, I don't know, this has to do with, with race, and I don't know that we want to go into there. So, But just let me just read the headline, and you guys should follow this. The Red Cross apologizes for super racist safety poster. Oh, it's, I saw that poster. You saw that morning, one? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that poster, in my opinion. But you know what? And then you start, they start pointing it out, and you go, you know what? Maybe there's something to it. But who the hell would do this? And how would it go by so many people without being noticed? You know what I'm saying? They're right. saying essentially that the black kids are being depicted doing uncool things where the white kids are doing cool things. So when you look at the picture, you be the judge, you know? I mean, I don't know. I'm sort of like on the fence on I this. I have to say, I didn't see it, so I'm going to have to Google it. Yeah. Well, right I, I have but. to say, I saw that picture this morning on the news, and I, and I thought to myself, okay, now the picture that was drawn five minutes after that, yeah. if there were one, it right. would probably be the huh. white kids doing uncool things and the right. black kids doing cool things. Right, because... because the operative word here is their kids. Right. It doesn't matter what color you are. You're a kid, you're a kid. You do yeah. stupid things. Yeah. And why not the embrace your differences rather than try everybody to be the same? Well, you know what oh, I'm saying? I agree with that. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like you said, kids, let them be kids. You know, I don't know that there's anything... Uh, th- that's not true. Like, look, they're showing a kid diving from the board... And they're saying not cool. This is a black kid. How can that not be cool? You know? So, I don't know. And then they're showing a white kid with a bottle uh, in his hand. And they're saying that's not cool. So, no, I don't think. I don't know. know. Whatever, man. You see, but that's why I don't like to get into these things. Because it's all like... uh, it's all like uh, subjective, I think. You know? Well, I think Depends all lives matter. Looking. I'm not going to make a differentiation what color the skin is. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But but to look, I think some people look for these things. I do you know? too. I agree I, with you that. Know, I, I think I think that people hire people to look for those. Yeah, things. Yes. Absolutely. You know, and and you know, politically correctness is still, regardless of what people say, is still like it's it's the bona fide thing here. It's, it's yeah. You know, it's well. But it's meant to shut people up. Well, it, well, yeah. You know. That's the thing. I mean, look how hard it is for us to carry an intelligent conversation on race, you know, because people are going to jump right at your throat, you know. It's like, so just talking about race, some people consider racist, you know. So 
just try to stay away from this and, and it's unfortunate you know because I see so many great people that uh, you know black, black people that have accomplished so much and they're so happy and and they don't look for these things right. you know it's like and some people carry a chip on their shoulder every waking moment and mm. you can realize this and you go my god let go of the anger live a little you right. know right yeah. well we made a we made a conscious decision actually I got a conscious uncoupling I guess <laughs> conscious decision when we started our show is that there were three topics we were going to avoid at all costs. Race, religion, and politics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. And that's the three big argument starters right right there. Right. And it's not because, and I think it's because nobody's going to change their mind. Everybody's so entrenched in their opinions that, you know, when it comes to these things, you know. Exactly. No matter matter what somebody says to you on what given subject, you have an opinion. Right. And a strong one at that. And somebody can stand in your face and scream at the top of their lungs. (laughs) And you know what? Your opinion is not going to change except now you've got your opinion and this guy's an asshole. Exactly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) but it's exactly what happened so you've just developed a second opinion yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) now you're not going to change that one either right exactly but for the record uh let's just say that i think we agree at least around this table that political correctness can really destroy i think conversation oh absolutely yeah totally Totally. yeah because people are afraid to talk you know and then you have trump who's like the extreme Opposite, the extreme. You know, I'm gonna pull what's left of my hair out. You know, (laughs) I know. I told my cousin, my not my cousin, my niece the other day on Facebook, and Uh I've commented about Facebook too. But she she does this kind, you know, this whole anti-Obama, anti-everything, anti-anti-anti, and God bless Donald Trump. <laughs> so I just wrote to her real quick. I says, look, I says, good luck with Trump. You get what you votes for. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you do. And, and people are just not getting that, and yeah. that's okay. But yeah. Facebook, somebody mentioned Facebook earlier. I don't yeah, remember I think I yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is nowhere to spread information about anything. Facebook right. is a place to say, hi, how are you? Let's get together for lunch. Right, I Oh, agree. I haven't talked to you in 50 years from high school how you've been doing blah 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 delay your entire life out on Facebook like people that I know relatives that I have do daily is inappropriate yeah, I mean, because who the hell wants to know about stuff that happened to you when you were five? Exactly. And Those be, I, if, if something bothers me, some people, I, just, I don't really even hardly ever look at my news feed unless it's people I know. But for them, you can block all that. You can oh, you yeah, delete, 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 yeah. delete. Or yeah, if I you don't want to delete them as friends and be nice, you can delete their um, news feed their or posts. something, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Still keep them as friends, but you don't have to look at their posting the anymore. notifications, yeah, from them. That's true. But to me, it's like, you know what? I have a lot going on in my news feed, and I'm going, it's a great source of information, sure. of opinions, of sure. people's yeah, opinions. Yeah, because some people want you know? to, to yeah. you know, do that. Like, you guys have different opinions. You think you shouldn't. You think, you, I think you, you Yeah, you know, like so it. I, yeah, so what I, what I do is sometimes I'm really, I mean, look, when people are extremely, like, leftist and stuff, I delete them because I'm like, I don't want to hear this because they're, they're getting dirty. But, uh, but when there's opposing opinions, sometimes my hand is on the delete and then I go, no, wait a minute. I should be hearing what the other, what the other side thinks. Mm-hmm. You got to That's know. fine. But, but, you know, politics has snuck its way into Facebook to the point where yeah. you can't even bring up your own page anymore without it being political, political, political. political. <laughs> That's so true. And I just, I just finally, I think I'd sent you one one day. Just stop sending me political stuff. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> because really it right. doesn't, and the, the the bottom line, the outcome is not going to change. Right, exactly. It, it's just yeah. gonna, it's just gonna, you know, get everybody pissed off on your Facebook page. Yeah. And what is it? What is it? You know, it's done nothing. It's absolutely yeah. cured nothing. Right. Well, that's true. But you know what? Sometimes you also want to educate. You know, and I got to tell you that sometimes when I see something that I totally agree with, and I go, people are blind. They should really at least look at this. You know, uh, not to ram it down anybody's throat, but uh, you know, but check it out. So I don't do it all the time, but sometimes I do. You know, mm-hmm. if if I think there's a problem with. Uh, Islamic terror in the world uh, haven't grown up with it uh, with all that hatred uh, and seen it and known the real the real people the real ideology behind this uh, I feel I I owe someone I owe it 
to at least express my opinion sure. to myself. Maybe nobody gives a shit about it, but I want to say what I have to say. Well, I mean, it's your page. I, it's your right to. Exactly. You know, I agree that, with that. And that's why Facebook is there, I think, also. Well, I think Islamic terrorism is something that everybody needs to be aware of. Yeah. You know. No, I know, but I obviously add my opinion to it. But but you grew up with it. Yeah, I did. But it doesn't qualify me anymore, I think, than anybody who really understands it and understands what happens. I mean, people don't get, I think... Many people don't get the fact that Brexit happened because people are so afraid of what's happened to immigration in Europe, you know? Yeah, the all the Syrians and everything being allowed and, in the country. Well, here too. I mean, this look, I mean, they're trying to change the the laws to fit Sharia law, you know, and and things like that. I mean, you've seen it all the time, and I'm saying that's why social media is good because we need to see this stuff. We really do. And this is something we never had in, in our lives before, but the world is so complex now. If you, if you don't have all this information, you really don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, and the fact that, that the um, Islamic terrorism that you dealt with when you were, before you left Israel at 16, right. is totally different now. Yeah. It's not even the same, in the same ballpark. Right. I mean, an occasional bus blowing up in Gaza, something, you know, that's what you grew up with. Yeah. That's well, so and I remember those days. No, I, actually, I went through a couple of wars, too. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah well, was, that's right, because you would have been I was there. seven years old, my fir- first war, and uh, I was seven years old. And, no, uh, yeah, 1967, and then in 73 as well. Right, So war. I was 13 years old then. That's and, crazy. But you know what? The thing is, is that what's what the the biggest uh, the biggest problem there is the hatred that the Arabs and Muslims have for Jews and Israelis. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why there's never going to be an end to it because. It's built into their DNA, you know what I'm sure. saying? And and then also, if people... I don't know why people... Okay, why many Muslims claim that their religion is a religion of peace when when you look at the Quran, there's so much violence. Mm-hmm. There's so much like kill this, enslave that, rape this, do this, do that. What is that about? You know? So these are the people that that Israelis and Jews have had to be surrounded with and so you grow up with this and you realize, you know, so at least you say, I know these people, I understand this ideology, and they're bullshitting everybody, mm-hmm. you know. That's because so they have a louder voice. Yeah, 1.5 billion people and sitting on all the oil in the world. Yeah. yeah. And, there, and, 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 and most of the Arabs... Yeah. Allah bless them. Yeah, are sitting back going, Jesus! I wish these guys would stop this crap. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. I know. That's true. And, and, you know, it's a handful of crazy people, right, doing the majority of the damage, right. No, absolutely. But um, I'm just taking this all in right now. Yeah. So, 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 I'm just so much for no politics. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm more like I'm, I knew yeah, that I'm, was going to happen. I'm bored but with no, that it's, already. It's yeah. Interesting. <laughs> no, but we'll touch more on that. But yeah, um, because my opinions differ, differ mm-hmm. a little bit from yours. But we'll talk maybe next time when you're here. Because uh, we only have a few minutes and I want to catch a couple more things uh, to talk about. For those of you joining us, uh, we're talking to Jim Christina. Uh, he has a show right here on LA Talk Radio Channel 2. Thursdays at 8 p.m. It's called The Writer's Block. With uh, he, He's joined by Bobby Bell. And uh, great show, Jim. Thank you. you. Know, nice to have you uh, on, on, on that show as well. And, uh, of course, you guys can always check out the archives. I mean, the station is about being on demand as much as it is for being live. You know? I was surprised that the downloads are as many from uh, iTunes and Google Play. Yes, yes. That's because, huge. Well, but, but think about it. It's not that uh, puzzling because there's millions and millions of people right. out there. You know? Right, right. Billions of people. I mean, my God, you know. They're saying that, uh, uh, well, f- well, we know about Facebook, but the company WhatsApp, you know, do you ever yeah. use uh, that? Yeah, I've been using that right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, usually people use it when you d- deal out. with overseas, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Somebody overseas. It's a great way to text and stuff. They've reached a billion people. Yeah. You know, and that's a lot of that's a lot of users. That's a lot of people. It is. Yeah. So you know, you know, our our show is just a little radio show. You know, we're just yeah. we just we started this whole thing to have fun and and give exactly. authors 
a voice. A voice, exactly. Right. And, and it's ballooned, and we're booked up through the end of 2016 into 2017. Whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> that it is so? nuts. And, you know, all of a sudden, everybody started finding this show. Yeah. 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 And so it amazes me. I mean, every week amazes me. That, I mean, people are around there that I have no idea who they are. Exactly. And it's thousands and thousands. It is. You know? it's, they're everywhere. They're coming out of the woodwork. And then we have agents writing us. And we have this. And we have that. And, oh, my God. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome, Jim. Well, you obviously, guys, uh, are getting response. And that's a great uh, That's a great thing, you know, because some people are like, how come I'm not getting as much response on my show? And I'm like, well, are you doing anything to get it, you know? And uh, but you can see that if you're if you're genuine, if you're successful uh, in the way that you treat people, I think then you're going to be interesting, and people are going to listen. That's to you. that's right. what we do. Absolutely. We treat people, we treat authors with respect and and um, absolutely yeah. no humility at all. Yeah. Now, we, <laughs> uh, but we we <laughs> we treat them like we like to be treated, and we right. talk to people like they're human beings, and we we give them a good forty minutes for them. Right. right. No other radio show gives them a 40-minute form. And so yeah. they love it. They love to come in and talk about uh, The guy that's coming in on Thursday, his name is uh, Drake Vaughn, wrote a book about four ex-convicts that were billboard changers. Mm. And they're on this mm-hmm. billboard, mm-hmm. and they're attacked by these 92 hogs. Uh-huh. And But there's stuff they're green stuff coming out of these hogs like they're I don't know I haven't I've, I'm only about three quarters of the way through <laughs> but the story is phenomenal and here's these now there's three guys left because one guy got killed they're up on this billboard, billboard mm-hmm. and they can't get down wow so there they are just... <laughs> it's kind of an interesting I premise know, and, and who'd have thought four convicts and 92 feral hogs would have made a book by, by God it did that's kind of awesome <laughs> You see the imagination of people, know. you know the things that go through. I know, huh? It's like um, the return back in Louisiana. I mean, the, the Cajuns, specifically the Cajuns uh, and the Creoles, are so superstitious. Ah, uh, yes. And are. and their demons, their demons, are are so large and so true to life to them that in order to make this the the, the antagonist in this book any bigger than life, I had to make him. Um, a, a shapeshifter. Mm. So he would shift from a man to a wolf-like being, and then when he wanted to see what was going on, he would he would shift again into a, into a, a raven. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, it is very cool. And, but he he could see, he sees everything that's going on, mm. but he cannot see the righteous people. Really, he cannot read the righteous people. The righteous are invisible to him. Wow. And it just so happens that these five guys that are coming after him are righteous, and they only by happenstance so they happen to get together. But they're they're all righteous, so they can't be read. So this guy's going crazy trying to find out where they are. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! That's that's awesome. Yeah, it's really it's really a cool story. So Whoa. one of these days he may get into it. I doubt it. Though. Oh, I want to get. I like stuff like that. <laughs> I'm all about it. That's awesome. Well, after the show, give me your dress and stuff, and yeah. I'll send you a copy. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It's, awesome. it's, it's a good story. Yeah, I mean, this, he knows. He knew what we were talking earlier before we got um, on the show. He knew where Bible Louisiana yeah. is. No one yeah. knows of that. So Yeah, that's where Cherie's from, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Bible Louisiana. Well, this particular story takes place in St. Landry Parish. Wow, so he knows and um and uh, and it also mentions the fact that St. Landry was split into smaller parishes and so yeah so it's, St. Landry was like the biggest parish in Louisiana yeah. for a long time we're Lafouche Lafouche Parish yeah wow, it's, wow. Just, it's just interesting yeah that, to talk tell to me someone do you know do you know French I mean do you know some I can hear it very I can pick it up but like right. we were discussing earlier Cajun French is a little different than the, what you would think French but, sounds but like but what I mean like if you heard Cajun French then I yeah mean, I mean you, I can pick it up pretty yeah. well but you didn't have well. to you didn't have it in the, at home right no so I, my grandparents yeah. kind of stopped and then my parents kind of it just didn't pass down in the generation yeah, which know. is a shame because you know you want to learn a little bit about your culture and stuff but um, like yeah. I said it's funny how you can still I don't know if it's like in your DNA or what but you can hear it you can pick it up by the tones and because Cajun French is very, um, I don't know, the mannerism of it is completely different as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know when someone's pissed off if they're Cajun. <laughs> you know, if they're pissed off, they're Sicilian, too. Oh, there's quite a few of them. 
Yeah. Well, Jim, anything you want to promote before we wrap up? I don't. Anything? I don't, I what promote. about your book? I mean, I, well, I'm writing a new one. Um, uh-huh. My last one was The Return. It's actually had pretty good sales. Um, so, so let people know where they can find. Them. Well, they can find them on um, my website, which is jimchristina.net. Okay. Uh, they can go to my website, which is jimchristina.net. They can email me at jimchristina at yahoo.com. Okay. Uh, they can find me here. Okay. Um, they can find me on Amazon. All my stuff is listed on Amazon as it is on my own website. Uh, they can find me at Out West Boutique and Cultural Center. All my books are there, and they're all signed. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, so we got a lot going on. Yeah, you know, you don't have your uh, email address or any contact to you. Uh, f- or information on the website, so you need to send it to me. Yeah, I will. We'll edit on the website because I'm looking on your page right now. Yeah, uh, just in case you need more guests for 2017. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, actually, now most everybody knows to to email guestwb at yahoo.com. That gets them onto the show, okay, or it gets them awesome. gets them to our booker. Exactly. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, by yeah, it's not like. Not a sure thing, but at least, you know, you have better chances here than going on Howard Stern or oh, something. Oh, you know? yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you'll sure. get a lot Howard more Stern. exposure there, but, yeah. you know. I'm never going to get on Howard Stern. I don't have to no, worry about it. But, but let me tell you, he's the biggest thing ever. If you want to talk about radio, you can't not talk oh, about it. Oh, yeah, that's radio, right. You know? That's right. Howard Stern and, is the king. And, I, yeah. you know, I was just thinking about this this morning, actually, because I was talking about Tom Likas. Do you know who he is, Tom yeah, Likas? Absolutely. Yeah, but you do, right? Mm-hmm. Because you... You've, you've lived in L.A. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, he used to have a show here. He used to have, uh, yeah, he used to have his own, like, radio show on the station that carried Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how a lot of people knew about him. That's how I learned about him. So then he left radio when they switched that channel's format. It was a talk format. Mm-hmm. They switched to music. Everybody left. And uh, Tom Likas decided, I'm going to do my own thing. So he's got a podcast now from his own uh, from his own website. But I was thinking, I went to his website yesterday. I mean, it's like, I don't know. He He's still learning what we've learned a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, so, you know, so he went to the internet. Howard Stern went to satellite radio. And there's not much left of traditional radio anymore, mm-hmm. you know. And, I, you know, if you ask me where would you rather be, I'd much rather be right here mm-hmm. than just be on the radio dial in the car. Because that's pretty much the all... Uh, the, the entire audience for radio is there. Sure. In the car, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Nobody listens to FM outside their car. Well, Do you have a radio at home? Besides yes. the fact you go 100 miles, you lose the station. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So Satellite radio and internet radio, you don't. You right. get everywhere. Yeah. Jim Christina, thank you so much for joining Thanks us, for my me. friend. Always I a love pleasure. having He's you. So yes, we obviously have a little bromance going on. <laughs> yes, you do have a bromance. Yeah. Say that. Yeah, my BFF. You but, can sit in the, that chair a little closer to him next time. <laughs> <laughs> but good vibes for all from Jim, and uh, we give our regards to Bobby Bell, who couldn't make it for the show today. But do listen to their show, uh, the Writers Block, the right writer's here block. on LA Talk Radio. Uh, that's it Cherie thanks as always and uh, yeah tomorrow's Wednesday so we'll see you then see you guys you're listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio